Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 4, titled Brotherhood. Wow, this episode's a real error. (laughs) Oh, make that joke literally every single time a 404 comes up, and it's never not funny to me. (laughs) I don't know why I love it so much, I just do. It's great. It's the best joke. There's nothing not funny about it. Uh, It's just so stupid and I love making it. Anyway, in all seriousness, this episode's great. In all seriousness, this episode is really, really fantastic. A brilliant push forward in the Brotherhood storyline. It's really, really utterly phenomenal. So we start off and we have our new numbers, plural. Uh, it's two children, a brother and a sister. Their mother is in prison on an unregistered weapons charge. Their father's dead, so they're in the foster care system. And they are currently missing. We have no idea where they are. No one knows where they went. And we have to kind of figure out, like, it's not just we have to protect the numbers. First off, it's we gotta find the numbers. So, I love this opening sequence, by the way. Like, this starts off with them at both of their schools. Because they go to separate schools. Uh, Shaw's at the boys' school. Uh, Reese is at the girls' school. And, like, (laughs) immediately this is, like, going great. Because Shaw is talking to the boys' friends. And they're all, like, fawning over her and... uh, (laughs) Asking her for her number. <laughs> and Reese talking to the girls' friends. These little girls are just like, We'll tell you where she is if you pay us. <laughs> so, like, literally the first scene of the episode, Shaw is getting objectified and Reese is getting extorted. <laughs> Great. Great, off to an amazing start. <laughs> Flawless. Flawless investigating. Flawless questioning. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but we're able to track them down to the last place anyone knew they were, which is at this place, at this building, where, interestingly enough, a huge crime scene has popped up. Turns out the DEA is currently investigating a drug trade that had gone very, very wrong between the Armenians and 
the Brotherhood, this organization that's just popped up. We don't know that much about them. Uh, their leader is Dominic. We haven't really seen him. We don't know anything about that dude. So they're involved as well. And Reese sort of teams up under the detective guys with this DEA agent. Uh, and they're all, like, buddy-buddying on this case. And we find out, wait a minute, drugs are here. Some dead bodies are here. Some scumbags left behind are here. Money's gone. And through some little investigating, you find out that our numbers are the ones who stole the money. Uh, this, these two children, this brother and sister, took the money from the Armenians and the Brotherhood. And are just going around the city with it. They got some new clothes. They got phone at one point, when Finch was following them and he got caught, they put some money on the ground and let it flow in the wind so that everyone would go nuts collecting all the money. And so, they're just going off the deep end with this money. Like, they're just running with this money. And both the Brotherhood and the Armenians want this money. Now, we are able to call off the Armenians via Elias with uh, with Elias calling off the Armenians, but he can't control the Brotherhood. He doesn't know enough about the Brotherhood and does not have the inroads to talk to that guy. He does not have the inroads to talk to Dominic. He does not have the connections in that organization. By the way, um, Elias accidentally figures out Samaritan in this meeting with Finch. Like, Elias is basically like, hey, um, so something's, like, changed on, like, a fundamental level. Everything's different. The world is different now. What the hell is going on? And Fitch is like, oh, no, there's, there's nothing. Uh, I, I don't know anything. And then later, when they have to talk again, when Finch decides to talk to Elias again, he's like, look, okay, something's happening. I can't tell you what, because it'll put you in danger. But just, you know... Like, be careful, basically. Like, something's happening. We all have to keep our heads in the sand for now. And all of that. But a little nice subplot going on between Elias and Finch in this. A little, uh, little great subplot going on there. Uh, eventually, Finch is able to find the kids and protect them from the Brotherhood. Uh, Reese and, uh, the, this D agent are protecting them, and they have them in this safe house, uh, and they're asking, like, where's the money, where's the money, where's the money, we need to find the money, that's the only way to protect you, is to get that money, and figure out what to do with that, and we got some difficulties going on with them, all the while, Shaw has this guy, Minnie, who is one of the Brotherhood guys found at the scene of the shootout. He's in the back of this ambulance. And Shaw just starts interrogating him. Just starts demanding to know, like, where's Dominic? Like, what, where, where can I find Dominic? What do you know about Dominic? Trying to find the boss. Trying to get to the boss. We, by the way, also, in the midst of all this in the safe house deal... 
find out that this weapons charge was complete BS. It was all that the mother's scummy boyfriend's fault. The scummy boyfriend was causing like a real rough deal for them. This kid got a gun to protect his family. Police came on a domestic call, found the gun in the house. The mother said it was hers, and she went to prison. And that's what this deal with the uh, drug money was all about. Like, they needed a lawyer. They needed a really good lawyer to get her out. So they took this money, bought new clothes to impress a fancy Ivy League lawyer... Uh, and we're going to go into this big law firm and say, hey, we need you to help our mother. So everything will be okay again. That's why they took this money. It wasn't for, like, any selfish reason. It was to bring their family back together, make their family whole again. And eventually, this kid tells Reese where the money is. The DEA agent goes to collect said money. But we find out that not only did the Brotherhood have a mole in the DEA, but that mole was our agent. This lady that was working with Reese. Turns out she's the mole. Fusco was able to find this number from calls that were made from that location. Uh, has one of the Brotherhood's phones and found a call that got made to a certain phone number, an unidentified phone number. And Fusco calls that, and it's the phone that the DEA agent left behind for the little girl. So... She's the mole, and not only is she the mole, but she decides, hey, I got this big fat boatload of cash, I'm effing off. Screw all these guys, I'm rich. This is like half a million dollars, a little less than because of the clothes and stuff, but like this is almost half a million dollars, I'm gone. And everyone else is now left to pick up the pieces. And we get this big fight between the Brotherhood and Reese trying to protect these kids. Reese trying to get these kids out of the building safely. Out of this situation safely. I, by the way, love this moment where Reese takes, like, a can of pepper spray and, like, rigs this trap on the elevator. Basically making, like, a, basically making, like, a pepper spray bomb. It's really cool. It's really awesome. It's a great moment. Oh, but we get this big gunfight with Reese trying to protect these kids. Fusco shows up and helps. Very well done. Very well crafted. Really, really fantastic. And eventually, this kid decides... We're screwed. They're not going to be able to protect both of us. I need to give myself up. To save my sister. And so he actually sneaks away from Reese and Fusco. Goes to the car with the Brotherhood guys. And is like. Hey. 
I'll make you a trade. I don't have the money, but I'll give you my life for my sisters. I will work for you. I will be a corner boy for you. I will do whatever you want. Just leave my sister alone. And initially, they're like, okay, yeah, I'll take you up on that offer. But then Reese stages this whole gambit of saying, like, no, don't do it. I have the money. Let him go, and I'll give you the money and me, because I've been kind of a pain in your ass these last few episodes. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you the money. I'll give you what you want. And so this little kid gets swapped out for Reese. While all of this is happening, Shaw comes up with this plan to let Minnie go. Let him just sort of go wherever he feels like it and lead them to something. Lead them to, if not Dominic, then something high on the ladder. If not Dominic himself, then he'll go somewhere of importance. And just put a tracker on him so she can follow him. This gambit leads to a laundromat. Where a crap ton ton of drugs are stashed. A crap ton of drugs are being stored for the Brotherhood. Now this allows for Reese to do a very lucrative little standoff. Where he puts Shaw on the phone, and Shaw's like, hey, let Reese go, or I'll burn all your drugs. And the dude's like, okay, I'm letting letting Reese go. And Shaw uh, leaves the storehouse, leaves the laundromat, and leaves Minnie behind, and everything's called off, because, like, leaving the kids alone was, in fact, part of the deal. Everything's called off. Everything's all good. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful. The kids, uh, they're back in one home because they were in separate foster homes before. Reese pulled some strings and got them in a new home together. They're back at school. Reese got this kid a meeting with a lawyer to get her mother out. uh, To get his mother out. Uh, Finch gives... Elias, the location of a storehouse, so that he can know the Brotherhood better, so that he can uh, sort of figure out the inner workings of the Brotherhood a little bit more. And then, Minnie sort of goes back to these Brotherhood people, rejoins his comrades in the Brotherhood. And we get this moment where Minnie shows up, and this Brotherhood guy, this Brotherhood lieutenant that we've seen a couple times before, he's, like, really, like, handling this dude with respect. Like, you could tell, like, Minnie's kind of a big deal, it turns out. And you could tell there's this shift in the way, and Winston Duke plays this character. He'd actually go on to play Baku in Black Panther and Infinity War. I believe he was also in Us, although I might be confusing him with someone else. I might be racist. Uh, <laughs> I should look that up. Uh, but anyway, this guy's a great actor. 
One of those, one of those many times when person of interest had someone show up before they were famous. Uh, one of those many times that person of interest had some guy play a character on their show before their career really took off. But the guy's like, uh, yeah, we found the DEA agent and we got our money back. And the dude just, he wasn't us. He wasn't us. I'm not racist. Thank God. Uh, (laughs) he was definitely in us. Uh, he was the lead character in us. Or at least the leading man in us. Uh, anyway. Struggles with whether or not I'm racist, over. Now let's get back to actually talking about the show. So, this dude... Like, lifts the hood off of the DEA agent. And she's there, and she has the money. And she's like, look, I can explain. I can explain. And the dude just shoots her. Right there. Minnie just straight up shoots her in the head. And before he does... Like, she just says, like, look, if I could just, if I could just talk to your boss, I could just talk to your boss. Who's your boss here? And the dude's like, I'm the boss. Bang. And it is revealed in this moment that Minnie is Dominic. This guy, this low-level guy that Shaw captured and had a tracker on and all that, that was Dominic. And turns out, uh, Dominic knew that Shaw was tracking him and made a conscious decision to lead to something that looked important but wasn't really all that important. Had to give her something. And Dominic's just making plans like, yeah, I, uh, let's let's get this kid's mother out of prison and let's let him know that it was us that got her out of prison so that this kid will be in our debt. This kid who just was like, yeah, I'm going to be a cop, and my life's going to be great. I'm never going to be a criminal. Well, now he's going to be indebted to this major criminal syndicate. So there's that. And he's like, yeah, I'm still not sure what this Detective Riley and the woman that's helping him, I'm still not sure what their deal is. They're not really playing by the rules, but I'll figure it out. And then they just drive away. So, um, we just met Dominic. We just met Dominic. Yep. That happened. Very reminiscent of that episode where Elias got introduced. Where Elias first came up as a number and was living as some other guy. Some other dude that wasn't a crime lord. And then it was revealed, oh wait, he's a crime lord. Uh, very reminiscent of that episode, but in a different way. Like, definitely not the same story again. It was just like, you know, he was already crime guy, uh, but now he's the crime boss guy. Uh, but yeah, really, really fantastic episode. Holy crap, so much stuff is going to go on with the Brotherhood and with Dominic and all that. I cannot wait to, cannot wait to talk about it. I cannot wait to dive into all that, because, oh boy, it's real good. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. 
Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 5. Talk to you then.